be seated. So we're going to dismiss our kids. Kindergarten to grade six, you are dismissed now. You can head to the back door where your leaders are waiting for you. As the kids are heading out, I'll just introduce uh, the rest of our service at this point. So it is a mission Sunday, and instead of having a uh, mission speaker here in person, we were, we were able to arrange to have uh, one of our long-term global partners, Renata Ham, record a message for us all the way from Tbilisi, Georgia. So it's just north of Turkey. So we are going to have that message this morning. Uh, just before we get into that, I was told before the service began that Renata's mom, Anna, is here. Anna, whereabouts are you? Oh, there she is up there. Hi, Anna. So we want to welcome you. Thank you for blessing us with Renata. <laughs> we loved having her here last year. Uh, she was a part of our music team here, and uh, that was wonderful. So Renata is a global partner and is a member of our church family here. And as I said, she served in our church family while she was home. Um, she's an uh, a international worker outside of the Alliance, and she had worked with an organization called SEND. And she was in Siberia for many years prior to the outbreak of the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, at which point she had to leave and come back home. So as I mentioned, Renata has since returned to the mission field and has relocated to Tbilisi in Georgia to work with missionary kids from all over Eastern Europe at summer camps, and she also volunteers in numerous uh, local churches, which she'll talk about. So because she was not able to be here, obviously, uh, we invited her to record a message last week, and so we're going to watch that now on the screen. Hello, dear Seven Oaks family. It is good to be with you here today from Tbilisi, Georgia. So here's a little bit about what I've been up to this summer. It was a joy to be a part of two camps in Croatia this summer with missionary kids. Oh, come behold the works of God, the nations at his feet. 
breaks the bow and bends the spear and tells the wars to cease. Almighty one of Israel, you are on our side. We walk by faith in God who burns the chariots with pride. from different countries across Europe in one family from Africa. And it was just a really great time to be together for the kids. I was there as a photographer and took a bajillion pictures, but um, as, it was nice as a first time to see how the camp was run, what it was like, and hopefully next year I can get more involved in other activities that happen. But it was really fun to be with the kids as they got to hang out with other kids who are like them. They are trying to figure out what life is like in a different culture and having technically their own culture as they are a mixture of whatever their home culture is and whatever their passport culture is. And so it was just a really great time to be with them. So thankful for time to play games, to even do some archery with them. Um, it was just such a blessing to be there and to start building relationships with these young people. Lord willing, I can go back next year. And also, I was here helping at a camp, which was um, run through CEF, and it was uh, a family that has been doing this for many, many years, over 20 years, they've been doing camp ministry, and it was such a cultural experience as well for me, as they are Georgian, and it was with Georgian, Ukrainian, and Russian kids, and the understanding of time is so different here than it is um, in other places. And there was one day, I remember I was talking with a friend of mine, how I was so frustrated that they're making the kids stay longer in their quiet time. They're wanting to come out and do activities. And it would be nice if they kind of just kept their word and, you know, followed the schedule. But I'm really understanding that flexibility is an important part of this culture. And we found out shortly afterwards, the reason they kept them in longer is because it was getting closer to the end of the week. The kids were more tired and cranky and they needed a bit more quiet time and downtime. So it was fun to learn new things in culture here, but it was also a learning experience as well. As I was trying to figure out what I wanted to share with you today and what the Lord put on my heart, I was reminded of the verse in Isaiah 43, verse 19. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. 
And that was something that felt very real to me as I was thinking about living in a new culture, living in a new place, new ministry, trying to figure out what's going on next. And I love the book of Isaiah. It's one of those books that I feel like God has used over and over to talk to me over the years. Um, I can relate so well often to the wayward Israelites. I'm yet so thankful for God and his graciousness who seeks out his people. And he keeps calling them to come back, to remember, to um, seek him. He created us for him and for his glory. I feel like I also relate a little bit to the Israelites as they were in exile. Um, being uprooted from Russia, the place that I loved and called home, and moved to a new land and new worldviews here. In some ways, I think it should be similar because I can talk to people in Russian or in English, but yet the mindset and the worldviews are very different. Since I've been here, I've had the opportunity to participate in a Georgian church. Um, not very large, but it's a mixture of Georgians and North Americans and some Russians, and it's just been a really welcoming place. It feels like family. I just really appreciate the church there. And they've asked if I'd be willing to help with their Sunday school, as there are lots of expat children, English-speaking kids. They've asked if I would be able to help them with that. it's been hard going back and forth through translation and whatnot. Um, and also there's a need for a young people's group to start. They haven't had one yet and we're thinking and praying about possibly using English as the basis and sharing about different themes that way. There are a couple of older teenage um, young people in the church that I'm hoping we can work together with as well. The second church that I've been able to be a part of is an international church called Tbilisi International Christian Fellowship. And it's been a joy to be a part of a small group this last um, spring and also to be able to take part in music ministry and share in that way the gifts that God has given me. So let's look at the passage in Isaiah. Isaiah 43, 15 to 44, verse 8. Let me read it. I am the Lord your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse and the army of the mighty man, and they will lie down together and not rise again. They have been quenched and extinguished like a wick. 
Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will glorify me and the jackals and the ostriches, because I have given waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I will give drink to my chosen people. The people whom I formed for myself will declare my praise. Yet you have not called on me, O Jacob, but you have become weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought me the sheep of your burnt offerings, nor have you honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings, nor wearied you with incense. You have brought me no sweet cane with money, neither have you filled me with the fat of your sacrifices. Rather, you have burdened me with your sins, and you have wearied me with your iniquities. I, even I, am the one who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us argue our case together. State your cause that you may prove, be proved right. Your first forefather sinned, and your spokesmen have transgressed against me. So I will pollute the princes of the sanctuary. I will consign Jacob to the ban and Israel to the revilement. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus says the Lord who made you and formed you from the womb, who will help you. Do not fear, O Jacob, my servant, and you, Jeshurun, who I have chosen. For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up among like grass, like poplars by streams of water. This one will say, I am the Lord's, and that one will call on the name of Jacob, and another will write on his hand, belonging to the Lord, and I will name Israel's name with honor. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, there is no God beside me. Who is like me? Let him proclaim and declare it. Yes, let him recount it to me in order from the time that I established the ancient nation and let them declare to, the th to them the things that are coming and the events that are going to take place. Do not tremble and do not be afraid. Have I not long since announced it to you and declared it to you? And you are my witnesses. Is there any God beside me, or is there any other rock? I know of none. As I read this passage, I was struck by um, the announcement and reminder of who God is, that he is the Lord, he is the Holy One, he is creator of Israel, he is king. And later on it says, a reminder, he is a king, he is Redeemer, Lord of hosts, the first and last. There is no one like him. And I think as, um, as I've been in this new place and trying to figure out how this is working, it's such a different place of ministry, I think I personally even need to be reminded who God is. He is the one who has created me and brought me here. He is the one who knows what he's doing. Um, he can be trusted. And I feel like at times I have gotten distracted by looking at the past. As it says, do not call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. Sometimes it is so easy to remember, oh, but this was great. And I really loved ministry when it was like that. 
and uh, in doing so, then I don't necessarily do what I need to do or even strive because I realize I'm not looking to where God has called me. It is a good reminder that God can make something out of nothing, that he can make rivers flow in deserts, that he can um, bring life where there is no life. And he does that so that we will declare his name. Living here in Georgia, it's uh, considered a Christian culture as the country is predominantly Orthodox. And there are so many traditions, but there is a lack of understanding of having a personal relationship with God and knowing who he is to declare his name. It's more about making sure you're doing the right things and everything's okay, that God will bless you. So praying that God will bring a revival here among the Georgian people and among all of the different people groups that are living in this area. There is the passage, part of the passage, that talks about how Israel had not been seeking God, had not been bringing their sacrifices. And in some ways I can relate very well to that too. I think as I was disappointed by how abruptly I had to leave Russia and how it had changed so much even in the time that I'd been away. Um, I felt this desire to just kind of hunker down and not really um, get out there. And I feel like God has been convicting me of that because he is good and he is God and he has his purposes for me being here. Um, and the reminder too that he is the one who wipes away our transgressions. He is the one who uh, removes our sin from us and chooses not to remember it anymore. That is such a great gift that I think I need to remember often. And so I've been seeking the Lord to try and help me remember who he is, remember what he has done so that he can do what he wants to do, the new thing that he wants to do here through my life the beginning of chapter 44. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus says the Lord who made you, who formed you from the womb, who will help you. I love that passage too, as it just a reminder that God is the one who chose, chose them. God is the one who made them. God formed them in the womb, and he will help. And I think that's such an encouragement as I think of the unknowns as what's happening ministry-wise. There's ideas and plans, but just a reminder that God is the one who formed me. He formed you. He placed us exactly where we are at the time that he wants us here, even if we don't always understand what that is or what he's doing. He will help us. He will walk with us. And the next verse is, do not be afraid. And I think that's such a good reminder, too, that God doesn't want us to be afraid. He's called us into new places sometimes, and he is with us. He's walking with us in all of that. And not only is he with us and leading us, he is also the one doing the work. Um, as we are faithful to seek him and do what he has called us to do, he is the one who will pour out the water. He is the one who will pour out his spirit on us and on our ascendants and bless us so that we can accomplish what he has called us to, which is to declare his glory, to declare his praise where he has placed us. And may we too remember that it's not because of who we are, but it's because of how great and awesome he is. 
that he is our king, he is our redeemer, he is the one who provides all that we need, he is our strength. And because of that, in verse 8, it says, Do not tremble or be afraid, because I am God and there is no one like me. As we look at our lives and where God has placed us, as we think about what's going on, the struggles that we're having, the joys that we're having, how we see God moving, may we remember who God is and what he has done and what he can do. May we, if there's times where we feel like we need to do it ourselves or we need to fix it, may we turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I can't do this. I need you. I need you to do this because there's no way for me to even know how to figure it out. And I pray that we will remember that God has chosen us. He made us and he formed us and he will help us. May we not be afraid. May we remember who God is so that we can be his witnesses.